Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. Affectionately known as Mama Thea, Thea Brown-Dennis is the founder of Ostley Pure Natural Body Care, LLC. She holds a master's degree in chemical engineering from Howard University and manages infrastructure for DC Water. She opened her flagship Ostley Pure Boutique in Adinkra Cultural Arts Center Row in Mount Rainier, Maryland on March 2017. Committing to building and sustaining community through entrepreneurship, economics, and an environmental impact, Mama Thea has served in and founded a number of organizations. A true Garveyite, the global African community is very important to Mama Thea, and she has helped to maintain and support African communities in Jamaica, Antigua, and Ghana. Um, we would like to welcome Ms. Thea Brown Dennis, the founder of Osley Pure Natural Body Care. Um, thank you for joining us today. Hi, how y'all doing? Oh, Good. Right. So um, what inspired you to start a business? Hmm, well, that inspiration came quite a long time ago. Um, I don't know. I guess I may have been, I think I may have been influenced by my father a little bit. He had a little store. And um, I think originally it was um, seeing a, a, an apothecary store at, at a young age, like, you know, frequenting apothecary store where you could like sense your own, uh, own oils and things. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of my inspiration. And then originally I was like, oh, OK, I want to I want to teach entrepreneurship to high schoolers. And so I wanted to show them how to do a business. So this was kind of my um, business model to practice that with. Yeah. What's the best career advice you've ever been given? I don't necessarily think I can't recall career advice. Um, but if I'm giving career advice, I would definitely say strategize, you know, definitely know yourself in the space because um, it's a good that's actually a good question, because I actually do have a career as well as run my business, which a lot of people don't know. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that as um, during the day, I, I'm a professional, you know, um, engineer in at DC Water, you know, so I, I practice water infrastructure management um, and I take on a lot of tasks, some way bigger than my title, um, <laughs> which is why I use the word engineer and not necessarily my, um, my title that um, I get paid for while working there. But I would say strategize. Um, I think I've always uh, known that entrepreneurship was my my role, my path, um, but also understanding security and 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 having that that dual security while raising a family is is critical. Um, and so I knew that you had to have a good foundation, financial foundation, as a base to flourish your dreams the way you want them to kind of be. I mind. Um, and, and knowing yourself, because, you know, I don't like financial stress. So unless I had really started my journey as an entrepreneur very young without children, um, that, you know, that would have looked very differently than me starting my entrepreneurship with my 
yeah, um, actually the formulating the business was established in 2005, which at some point in that time, I'm pretty sure I was pregnant with my last child. Um, the, the last being um, Ama, who's my third child. Um, so yeah, so strategize and know yourself, you know, um, make sure if you're not going after and go for funding. So in other words, I find that um, small businesses, especially black owned businesses, I don't think we really fund ourselves startup money. Uh, we kind of like, okay, here's a thousand dollars, let's go, let's get it. But that really is not necessarily the easiest way to go. I think um, we look at strategizing in terms of getting lump sums of money to kind of do our thing because it allows that creativity and the flourish, um, the thing about that business to flourish um, without the stress of having the finances not in place. Now with entrepreneurship, did you have any um, mentors to learn from or did you learn from uh, trial and error? It was mainly trial and error. Um, but I, I, I have been also blessed to be amongst, you know, circles of, of entrepreneurs, you know, or people really pushing their own personal thing and monetizing it, you know? So, um, yeah, I would, I would say I had a, a lot of my, my cohorts are my role models, you know, and I think looking at um, each other's successes and each other's um, creativity really, really does feed into my own, you know, creativity and expression and, you know, push, you know, because it does take a consistent push, like um, starting something like starting it is actually pretty easy. Coming up with the idea might be hard starting. Well, let's rephrase that. Coming up with the idea is hard. Really pushing yourself to start it is hard, but it's really hard is to keep it going. <laughs> you know, that's really, really, it's like, okay, you know, it's good, but it's like, if it's not, folding the way you need it to fold um, immediately or something gets injected where things get injected into our lives, like at a, what, five, every five minutes, <laughs> sometimes, some days, you know? Um, yeah, I kind of lost track of the question. But. No, that was great. You okay. mentioned something briefly about funding um, and Phil and I go back and forth about this, okay. um, but with you saying it, it's, you know, validates what he's been trying to tell me, which is, you know, you kind of have to seek funding for the businesses and opportunities that you want to begin. So you have that startup money. What advice or um, where do you suggest people go who are interested in starting a business to seek funding or grants? Like what is the best way to approach that? Okay. Um, so I, I've always pushed people towards the, the DC Women's Business Center. I mean, my segue into kind of understanding business, I, I went to actual the DC Chamber of Commerce. So, um, and again, my business is a creative business, you know, but I went to the DC Chamber of Commerce because I was like, okay, this is an entity that people who have businesses, this, is, this feeds their businesses, they pay into this entity, they get opportunities into, in, in these entities. So that's kind of where... I look to start to develop like, okay, how do I, how do I make a stamp? How do I get funding to maybe be in a space that I won't necessarily be able to afford, but have some backing of some, you know, other um, like um, small business development organizations. And so through going there, I learned about the Women's Business Center and I did workshops there. And these are also, they have a lot of different small community, um, black, um, community, block grants that are distributed through these different nonprofits throughout the country. So like, um, so I use the women's business, the women's DC women's business center, excuse me, was kind of my segue into funding. 
Um, and they, I was, I had the opportunity to get a 10 K loan. Wow. That's loan, um, and it's paid off already. Yay. <laughs> um, but it was, um, my first, uh, taste of like getting funding to help me along the way. And that I got that right around the time that I opened up my store. So it was very critical in helping me do that, you know, being able to outfit it, being able to just have some expendable cash. And that's really what it is, because um, the relationship with cash is that it's there to make more. And I think the relationship that we look at cash is like it's there to pay bills. And that's not what cash is for. Cash is to get, you know, have lump sums of it so that you can build with it. Um, so I actually changed my, 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 my um, thought process when it came to money. Um, and so most people want like a grant that they don't have to pay back, but the, the magic is when you get a loan and you pay it back within the time constraints, you know, that it is, you have opportunity to get larger sums of money. And so this small $10,000 was actually SBA money and SBA did track it. So I would have like these yearly little, okay, well, how's your business doing? What's the revenue that you made? You know, so they actually are tracking me. So they get to know, and you know, between the years of we're at 2020, between the years of 2016 and now, they've got to see my business grow. So they have, they get to see it incrementally. So my next um, level is just again to reestablish my business plan and really get in front of these places. You know, um, tracking your money is is critical. So, you know, um, all my all my funds get funneled into my bank account. I have a business bank account, so because again, they want to be able to see it. You know, you just can't. This is what it is, and we can't be afraid of it. You know, we can't be afraid of paying taxes and all that stuff. It's nerve wracking. You know, I have things I need to to clear up and clean up, but um, it's doable. And this is how we tap into like the um, the capital that's there. And there's lots of capital for businesses. Tons of capital for. You know, I'm still just finding out more and more. And, you know, as I do, I, I will share, you know. Yeah, I believe that um, money is great, but um, good credit is more important because <laughs> once you have great credit or business credit, it provides you more opportunities. How do you come up with the names of your products? I come from a lot of different places. Um, some of them, oh, well, this is a um, this is a Hondi related story. So. One of my scents is called Mojaji, you know? And so Mojaji came um, directly from Mavu. We were talking about something. She was like, oh, Mojaji means this is rain goddess. And, you know, she told me it's a, she, the rain goddess is a, a borders uh, Zimbabwe and South Africa or that region right there. So Mojaji came from um, Mavu. And then the first time, and then I got confirmation about the name because the first time I made the soap, it actually rained on it. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, then there are names um, such as Bentu, which is named after, you know, one of our mamas in the community, Mama Bentu. And she um, was like, oh, Mama Thea, you know, I want you to make something. I want you to make this scent. She didn't say make a scent for her, but she said, I want you to make this scent. And uh, she loved the smell of honeysuckles um, in the spring in D.C., being a D.C. head, you know, my D.C. Um, the honeysuckle. And she's like, I wanted a touch of mint and then um, jasmine. So she created that scent. So I was like, well, I have to name it Bentu, you know. Um, and then um, I guess there's a story for pure love. There's a story for diazit. Let's see. I'll do diazit. Diazit was... Um, 
it actually had a different name before. I had named it like Wajet, which is the uh, commission name for the Eye of Horus. Mm. But that's kind of, I don't, I didn't really think it was too heavy. It just transformed and transformed into Diazit. Um, and when I did make it and I blended it, I was like, when I first used it and I smelt it, I was like, oh man, that's it. That's it. That is it. Or that's it. Like the vernacular slang that we would use here, you know, in, in the America, in America, but in Trinidad, you say, whoa, Diazit, you know, so, the name of it became Daizit or Daizit, you know, depending on how swanky the person is that's saying the word means that is it. So they come, they come, they kind of name themselves, you know, they kind they take on um, their own type of thing. <laughs> they, they're definitely, a, a, it's a living energy that um, how the names are created. I love it. What is the meaning of Asli Pure? So Asli uh, means pure. So mm-hmm. it's, Pure, pure. Um, and so Asli is, an, is a Tigrinian word from East Africa, well, East Africa being Ethiopia. Mm. Also ancient Sanskrit, it means, you know, just original and pure. Um, they're sweet. I've heard some other, um, the name moves like westward. So I know Cameroonians use a word similar like that. Um, I haven't done a lot of et- etymological studies on Asli, but just the fact that it means original, pure, you know, just um, like, yes, that's, that's kind of, yeah. It's, it's simple yet deep, you know? What was the first product you made? Um, I want to say the soap. I want to say soap was the first product that I made. Um, yeah, I'm really into, I'm really into the soap. Like I, um, like if I could just make the soap, I would probably <laughs> just make soap. I really do enjoy it. I know people like all of the other products as well. And I'm actually creating some new ones. I have this running tab, this book of all these different little recipes that I've been putting together. But, you know, I'm waiting for the time, time, space, energy, space for me to, you know, fulfill all those things. But soap was the first. Um, yeah. Um, just a quick question. Um how was your business affected by the COVID uh, shutdown? Okay. Um, it actually was okay. It balanced. I think there was maybe like a 30, 30% drop in my um, business revenue, but my um, people started calling me. So we did like deliveries and uh, and then um, my website also um, increased um, flow. Um, and then, you know, shout outs to Appeal, the Saturday co-op, every first and third Saturday of the month. Bunker Hill Road, that also helped out a lot, you know, um, because on those first and third Saturdays, people really knew that they, can, they could find us there. Um, so that increased, our, kept our sales kind of balanced. So I... I definitely was um, given a little boost in terms of understanding my business um, a little bit better. So I, I could definitely say it's COVID, it's COVID proof, you know, it's COVID proof in that because people want to still feel good. People want to still, you know, I mean, you're still going to bathe, just, you know, but you need extra things to kind of keep you mm. sometimes depending on how your circle is running, how your household is running. So, um, yeah, I didn't really get a break. I got a break for about two weeks and it was like, okay, get it. <laughs> you know, get it done. Yeah. 
When you're in your creative space uh, making products, how do you decide what works and what doesn't? Um, so that's a good question because there's there was a time where actually even creating the business, I had to block my put myself in a box creatively um, because you know as you all know you all are creatives you guys it's it's constant continuous like thinking and like oh this will work oh that will work oh that's amazing oh what if I could do this you know so when I first started I really had to like box myself and say okay only Austin Pure um, then even with the product line because even now it's like if you think about labels like if I'm trying to go like okay get it into Target which I, I, I don't want to do but even okay expand my store more just getting labels is crazy because I have 12 labels for soaps. I have nine labels for oils. I've got another 12 labels for body butters. Then there's the scrubs. Then, oh, we're starting candles. And so the number of, um, of um, things that are, are going, as it, as it goes from being creative to like now you have to count numbers because it's kind of like putting your creativity in a mechanical space, it can be a bit overwhelming. You know what I mean? And so it's like, okay, so I really want to create this new product because now that's a whole nother line that I have to, you know, build into. Um, but I think, so creativity had to get molded in a way that it could be repeated. Because again, people want the same experience that they get every time they use that lemongrass bar. But then also cool that, okay, maybe the lemongrass bar is a little darker this year because I dumped way more turmeric than I did last time, you know? In that space with creativity, I do get, I do have fun, you know, like, or if I spend more time, like if I'm, if I'm not, I definitely don't make product if I'm like frazzled, you know, I like to kind of be calm because I, I like to transfer energy into the product, you know, um, I look at it as a tool to enhance already superhuman abilities, you know what I mean? So it's like, we need to, um, we don't already don't give ourselves time to really just calm down, take space for ourselves already so i'm like okay at least this bathing experience can make you want to stay in the bathtub a little longer oil your skin a little bit longer because it just feels good it helps rejuvenate you it gives you it lifts you which makes it easier for you to do that thing you love um, yeah yeah i definitely have a i guess a similar problem with creativity is I have a, a brand new idea every day and I pursue that certain idea while forgetting all the, the the great ideas I had in the past so it's like I'm constantly doing something different when I just need to calm down and, and settle down and, and focus on one thing yeah yeah I, I mean right I don't think you ever really some of them really do get lost in the wind so I think for me like writing them down journaling writing them down um definitely not scratches of paper but like I have I, I, I like to be analog so I like to write I've tried like doing like okay I'm on I have this idea like type it up on the notes and the phone and things like that but it's just nothing like being able to write it down for me um because I think when you really get that idea and you know like ah, I don't really think I could do this just maybe give yourself 10-15 minutes to really maybe write it you know and kind of put a little mini strategy around it and then pause and go back to what you're what you're doing that you're trying to focus on because it's you can't you can't block it it's like they just you know <laughs> but you can think of strategies to um kind of make it make it more effective and you executing it you know mm. absolutely um how does your 
chemical engineering support your creativity? Not monetarily, but um, scientifically. Like, how does that work? So, okay, so that's a good question, too, because I'm doing that now as well. Now I'm like, okay, I figured it out. I figured out, well, you know, I'm a creative, so there's other things I want to go figure out. But I figured this one thing out. Now I need to get it into the squeeze, squeeze, mix, mix mode. So squeeze, squeeze, mix, mix mode, because originally, you know, product, well, even though the, so making the soap, there is not a whole lot of, you can't throw, you do have to be pretty precise and measure. But with the body, um, the body nectar and with the body scrub, it's more like cooking, you know? So it's just like, you know, let me just put this stuff in. And even when I used to make the scent combinations, I used to for a very, very long time, it only stopped maybe a year ago. Every time I would make the, the scent, I would be blending it like, so Pure Love has four scents in it. So I would be putting each four scent in it, you know, at the same time and tweaking it in and out. And that's why some, some, some batches would be a lot higher, like the smell would be higher than other batches. Um, and then now I started to now measure out these things before. So now I have, okay, two ounces of this, one ounce of that. So I'm still using my tactile and my artistry in it, but then now I'm, I'm paying attention and measuring with very much. Um, and I actually have a lab book <laughs> in the back of my, um, of where I, I, my creative space, I have a lab book and I think it goes back to 2013 because I don't use it that much, but now I do. So every time I make body nectar, um, I'm measuring, I'm doing like, okay, the percentage of shea butter, the percentage of coconut oil, seeing what, if I change it, how does it, how does it affect the product? Is it, is it lasting? If it gets into hot cold mode, Right now, like even I think I've tweaked the product that I don't have to change the recipe. So I would normally change in the winter and the summer based on the temperature that's in kind of like um, outside because at hotter temperatures, you need to have a more more stiffener. But I think I've got the balance for it right now because I've been just, you know, using mass balance and measuring. It's, it's been fun. It's been fun. So it's coming now. Now it's getting back into that space. And I have to I'm also working on a manual you know, a production manual. And so it's getting like really dissertation-ish right now. <laughs> but uh, it's, I mean, it's what, I, it's what I need to do to be able to move in a different creative space or at least the, the things that have been established, the four products, the soap, the oil, the body nectar and the scrub, those can be established and I can go and really start building on some, you know, some different pieces of the, of the brand. Nice. It seems like you have a a childlike wonder when you create something new and something different. It seems like that creates a lot of excitement with you. Is that correct? It's very true. It's true, especially the front end part of it, because um, I do my research after. Usually, mm. like I just created this. Um, I was I've actually I was actually created a scent, and I've, and people have been reaching out to me more to do like private stuff for them and I, I've been I've been tapping into it a little bit because I think it it forces me to do things a little bit more critical like mm -hmm. things that I always do it's my personality to always do things better for other people I don't know what that's about that's I don't know what that is but it is what it is you know um oh what do I think about it like because I think I have I definitely have a memory of some herbs you know just always um I, I went to summer camp and it was like I won junior naturalist or something, but I would know all the birds and the plants. And so 
any plant I like look for, I even have this app now that I, you know, I can take a picture of like, okay, I can know what herb it is. Um, so sometimes when I'm building things, I'm, or thinking of scents to put into things, cause I'm using a lot more essential oils than I did when I first started. Cause, um, it is fun. And then it's like, okay, let me go backwards and see now what these individual herbs or these individual scents mean and what they do like, you know, for the body and for the, you know, um, for your, your psyche and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh, that's cool. You know? So, um, I do definitely, I do get a lot of joy and just actually just seeing how far I can take it, you mm-hmm. know, cause I think about, um, anything that's anything, it started with a thought and then it started with just, it kept on growing and some things grow faster than others. You know, I think the pace that we grow at is the pace that we need if we accept it and not compare our growth based on anything really other than your joy and your stability in doing it. As an entrepreneur, what advice can you give someone that is interested in starting a business? Um, Make sure that's what you want to be doing. Um, That wasn't proper English. Yes. Make sure you want to be doing because it is not fun all the time. Um, It could be stressful, especially when people start to be, um, um, dependent on you in, in the product that you're offering or the, the, yeah, when, yeah, whenever you get that person to person interaction and it's like, okay, wait, it's, it's not just a love thing anymore. Like, no, it's an obligation. Sometimes it, 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 it tethers between love and obligation. Um, and so make sure it is, make sure that passion is really behind you. That passion has got to be there, like that drive. You got to have that drive to to make it because it's not going to be easy. There are going to be some days where you're going to like no money. Like the last couple of weeks in the store, it's been pretty quiet. You know, then you just have to know, okay, well, you know, people are going to come back, but you got to have tough skin and be, and also even like, and even when you started things, sometimes it takes a couple of times before you really get that sweet spot and that thing that you want to do. So um, I've been speaking to um, some like old, like elders, like I've been having like real, like long conversations with elders who are still creating. They're like 83. One is 83 and still writing. One is seven in his 70s and still making jewelry, like staying up to like God knows what time of night making jewelry. And I'm like, then um, they're telling me, oh, well, when I used to make shoes, I was like, oh, wow, you used to make shoes? Yeah, I used to make shoes. Like, you know, like back in the day when you had clown, you know, the clowns, because, you know, clown shoes are, it's, it's, they're really, they're, they have to be made really well. So the whole thing about the question again, what should have that passion, but also the point I was trying to get to with this being a creative and being all over the place is that um, there's always space for you to change what that thing is mm-hmm. and move beyond that thing into something else. And you know what I mean? Um, so Definitely. that would be my advice. Um, what do you envision for your business in the future? So in the future, um, so manufacturing space, like major manufacturing, um, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly where that, I want that to be located. I have an idea, but I'm not going to say it in public right no, now. No, no problem. <laughs> we understand. Um, and then, um, I do want to see multiple locations, um, so basically sim- similar style and size um, 
in a few key metropolitan, tropical, and uh, sub-Saharan and lovely Africa, East, West, you know, mm. Caribbean, worldwide, worldwide. Yeah. How that's, important? Sorry, go ahead. That's the goal. Mm. How important is it for you to serve your community? Oh, it's super important to me. Um, it's super important to me because I feel like we, like, just like um, the earlier question when you were like, how is entrepreneur, like, who are my, um, who are my mentors, you know, and my mentors were my equivalents, you know what I mean? Um, so, and I think that goes, this, that goes the same with, um, like, any age set. So I, I, I'm, I'm, it's joyful to me when, young people, the babies come into the store and I, I, I want them to feel like it's theirs, you know, like this is yours and you could create whatever you want to create. Um, and so I think um, it's very, very, very critical for the our communities to feed each other in those, you know, and sharing what we have with each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Outside of your body products, what can people also look forward to at your store? Oh, okay. I'm low on crystals, but we have um, some beautiful crystals there. Um, lots of different incense and tools to kind of um, lighten the, the energy and space within your home. Um, clothing, because, you know, people like to be looking fly. I still like to be <laughs> well, I ain't got nowhere to go, but I'm going to go to the grocery store looking real nice today. So we have, um, you know, a little... little um, uh, it's changing. I mean, we're, we're, I always try to keep it interesting in the store. You know, so that's one of the things I like. Uh, we have some books um, in right now um, from Frontline, one of the, uh, a long-standing Black publisher out of Chicago, Frontline. We got some of their books in there. Um, always have jewelry. And what else do I have in there? Incense, you know, bath tools, candles, or we're, we're expanding our line. So we have some candles and stuff in there. And it changes. You know, we sometimes have pop-ups in there, we, um, I love to have other people share their, um, I have a lot of ideas, which you know, it's just slow to roll right now and just a lot of moving parts um, and just, you know, you try to maintain self and community and everything all in one place. So it, it gets to be challenging, but we're getting there. Oh, because I think that we're, fe- I, I, I know we're feeding off of each other in positive ways, at least in my community. Um, and my extended community, and I don't see the community just as the people that you're with every day, because we touch each other in such special ways that it's you don't have to see see each other every day, you know. Social media makes it kind of cool too, because you get to keep up with stuff. Um, but yeah, like we grow each other. Like I said, again, my success really should spark you to say, "Oh, well, shoot, Mama Thea did it. I can do it," you know. And that's kind of like the energy that I try to give or if I see someone with a great idea like there was a mom and they have this this um I don't even know this so this is a cool story I'll try to make it quick so there's a product called Iban um Iban is the um a dinkra symbol that means fence means protection and uh her daughter is a swimmer mama Ebony her daughter is a swimmer and she was working on this product to help her daughter with the swimming so it's like a, a product that you put over your hair then you put your uh, your uh, a swim cap, and then uh, the others like lycra swim cap or whatever the spandex, whatever. Wait, stop. <laughs> whatever it's called for the swim cap. But she created this product. I didn't even know it was her, and I was seeing her Instagram 
seeing the product flash up and she came into town and she's like, this is my product. And I was like, oh, this is so great. Her packaging is beautiful. Like the concept of it, just the name of it is so nice. And I think like, um, so now I carry her product in my store. I'm really excited about it. There's a shampoo. And I don't want to make shampoo, but I found this, you know, I haven't used it yet, but um, I love the fact that I'm able to have a space where we can grow our, our businesses, grow our ideas, you know? Um, yeah. So that's, that's how I see my business in relationship with community. Wonderful. What are your thoughts about showcasing, lo- showcasing local artists in your store and how important is art to you? Art is super important because, um, it, it, again, it's a it's a happy place, but it's also a reflective place. You know what I mean? It helps you ponder and think. And, um, yeah, I think it's really important. I think, like I said, just even with people's product line, I, I do. I would like to have like more like uh, a more rotating like art media in the store. Um, trying to figure that out, too. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out. It's just, that's not that hard to figure out, actually. But because um, as you ask the question, I'm thinking, okay, what type of creators do I have? Actually, no, I, I kind of get a pretty good balance because I have people with product line. I actually got these new um, Ethiopian, um, what are the name of the cards? They're, they're not tarot cards, but they're like Oracle cards. And they were hand, and she, they're hand, they're, they're printed in Ethiopia. They're clearly printed in Ethiopia, um, but they're really beautifully done. And then she has like parchment paper with like different sigils, like the Ethiopian sigils on the top of it. So like, I've been seeking some, you know, different type of creative things to have into the space to kind of just promote this creative spread that we do. Cause it, I find that it makes us happy. You know what I mean? Like I'm very technical. I mean, I'm have a master's in chemical engineering, but like what keeps me balanced and not so like rigid all the time is to be able to have that, um, that creative flow, you know? Um, so yeah, and I'm, I'm a yes, I'm a yes person. So like, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, we do a lot of cute things. COVID has stopped a lot of the cute things that we get to do in the space. Um, but I can definitely um, see those things happening again soon. Now, you live here in the States, but do you have uh, more than one home? Oh, um, no, I can't. I would still say that the I, my only home that I have, like a roof, my own roof over my head is here in the States. Um, I do have family in the Caribbean, so... By default, I have houses over there, but then, you know, they don't belong to mine. But it's that's a good question, too, because as I see myself in the future, I'm definitely a hopper. So even with the concept of where you asked me where the store wanted to be. Um, so I do have a little small location in Antigua right now. But COVID oh. I made all of that like very, you know, we're still figuring out like strategy with that. Um but I want I, I want to offer like not everybody's going to work for me, but this is what I do. Like the store manager, like you would have the opportunity to hop. Like if you know if your life is indicative of you being able to go stay six months in Antigua and run the store, then that's where you can go. You know what I mean? Um, because it's 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 what I I like to do. There's so many different places in the world that I like so far, and there's so places in the world that I haven't been that I know I'm going to like, <laughs> you know, that I'm going to want to, you know, if I'm able to establish businesses in those places, like, um, I can see like 
four months, three months stints in different places, you know, um, I'm still trying to figure I mean, I'm very, that's what I want. You know what I mean? That is exactly what I want. Um, that's weird. You asked me, Phil, what kind of What you, you planning on moving somewhere, Phil? Uh, maybe, you know, the U.S. is uh, kind of going crazy right now with our leadership, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you have to get some um, passport stamps and yeah. Shoot. Uh, temporary visas extended. Might have a dual citizenship somewhere. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think if you, I think it's, I think it's a good, it's a good option. I'm, I, it's an option. So many people do it. Why can't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just about to say I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, how? Yeah, but just all these other ethnic groups to their home country, we could, we could, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> how important is it for you to network and connect with people? That's a good question too. I think networking and connecting with people is really critical. I think I don't do it that well. Um, Cause I get hermity in kind of like my my stance. Cause I think it takes it takes so much to be able to play both sides of the field. You know, it's like okay, your work. You know, you're answering oh to like okay, critical infrastructure issues, and then it's like then you have your family, and then you got the business. I think. Um, what was the question again? Sorry. How do you connect with people? How do you network? Okay. Um, and is that important to you? It's. Um, I think it's important. It is important, but I don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, when, and I think when right, let me. I guess let me consider networking because I mean, for me, networking is in is two forms of it. Like I do feel like if I'm in the store, I do network with the, my customers that come in. You know, mm-hmm. um, connecting with them and understanding them like is is important to me. I think it helps me establish like what things I need to create for them. Understanding their mood that helps me a lot when I'm picking the crystals too. Because mm. I pick crystals based on what I think. Because there's so many, you can't have them all in the store. But I try to go with ones that I feel like people need. Like if I see a certain energy of people, a certain feeling, or if they're like trying to build something, any motivation, I, I like to pick crystals that kind of go with people in that way. And um, and it's so funny because my my answer is I'm a typical Libra it's like two answers <laughs> um but when you said networking I, I automatically went into like professional like okay networking on the professional mode you know um but I think even so like to grow my business to get more people to know about me networking is definitely important like I'm trying to network through social media through images and things like that now um but then I'm also going to, and this is super cool that you all actually even asked me to be on this platform because even though it seems like I'm really like, I can, I can answer questions, but if I'm trying to like do my own thing on camera, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so um, that's another way that I want to network with my customer basis to really create some content where the people can see the Mm. brand. So that's kind of my push that I'm pushing to do, you know, soon. Yeah. Um, I have two questions. Um, do you travel? If so, where have you been? And do you gain inspiration from the places you've been? Absolutely. I travel as often as possible. I've had, um, I've actually escaped 
2020 hasn't been that bad considering <laughs> that we had an epidemic. Um, so I was able to go to St. Um, I went to Antigua in February. That was like, you know, preliminary stuff, carnival business stuff, as well as trying to establish, you know, the storefront that y'all gonna see debut in 2021. Y'all gonna see it big. And, mm-hmm. um, and then um, most recent, um, I went to California, which is where I'm from, which was actually really nice to be able to go there. I went there with my daughters. Um, I was taking my mom back. My mom has been living with me for the last two years. Um, Mm. And um, yeah, so going to California for two weeks was right because the weather was perfect. When I say, and I grew up there, so I knew, I know what perfect weather is. I mean, every day was like, my children were like, why? Do we not live here? Because it's just sea and ocean. It's very yeah. inspiring. Um, those are places I've gone this year. St. Croix was really um, a trip. So St. Croix is a part of the U.S. territory. You could travel to St. Croix, St. Thomas, St. John's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it was really good um, for me. Like So August is my, is my month that I really like say F everything and just really try to just focus on like, what makes me happy and like doing all that kind of stuff, which getting into blue Caribbean waters is a part of it. Um, So I do definitely get inspiration from traveling. Those are the places I went this year. I do, I have been um, going to Ghana every year for the last four years. Um, I went to Merida, Mexico two years ago. That was Mm. cool. That was so cool. Um, Going to um, the Yucatan, you know, that's, yeah, that area of Mexico is really cool. I have been to Ethiopia. Ethiopia was really, um, I went to Lalibela. I didn't get to go to all of the ancient cities. But being in Ethiopia, definitely like brain cells were working on a higher level. I mm. could say. Um, being in Africa, I think in general for me, just makes me happier. Um, and you get to see, I don't know, in my travels, I get to just see the, the, there's, that there's no limits really. Mm. And that we, um, the limits that we, that we have are really only self-imposed based mm. on allow ourselves to be exposed to, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. It seems like you've uh, been through quite a few passports. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes they don't get filled because I have a, a tendency to lose things, <laughs> but this one, I'm really trying hard to keep to it. hold on. Yeah, keep it, keep it, um, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a bargain I'm a bargain traveler. Like I don't, I don't like to spend money that I don't have to. So I do try to, one strategy is going to places that, you know, you have friends where you don't have to pay, you know, the whole amount of money to, to, to room and board. Uh Mm -hmm. Multi-city stuff. Like you'd be surprised if you do multi-city legs on your, when you're booking your stuff, you get some, some good tickets. Yeah, frequent flyer miles. Listen, if you're going to be using a credit card, make sure it's one of those credit cards that have frequent flyer miles mm-hmm. that you can buy it in and get extra miles um, too. Because I really do. Yeah, I, I'm about to travel. I think my best, my best one that I did. Um, it was five of us traveling. Went to a wedding in Barbados. It's a Barbados. I get, I get my. Yeah, it was Barbados. Right? It was Barbados. So I had. Um, enough to get three frequent flyer um, tickets free. So we only paid for two tickets and the tickets I think were like $300 round trip. Mm. And then I stayed in a, um, 
uh, Airbnb, which was like, was a local Airbnb. So it was only through word of mouth that I knew they had this place in like $50 US for a a night. And all of our friends stayed in like the Hilton and all these little fancy cabana like hotels. So we just visited them like, you know, during the day. It's like, oh, we're just going to come to your hotel and hang out at your pool, you know? So I think I spent, um, and we drew, we had to fly out of New York. I think I spent, or we spent $1,200. Wow, so that's back. pretty good. For five of us. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. No, go out to eat too. It's not like I, we wasn't just cooking. We had some good food, restaurant food. So I do like to bargain. I, I like a bargain. Mm-hmm. I like a bargain. I like to save uh, money. I like to, um, no, I like to, yeah, I like to save my money. I like to invest my money for later, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, I know it's a total, but I, I, it doesn't matter how much money you make, you can still save some. Mm. Yeah. Save some. It doesn't matter. I don't care if, I don't care. You save, you know, you have $100, you save $20 or $15, whatever it is that you want to save. Even if you have to pull back from that 50 to make it be 10 or five, every piece of money that comes through you has, you have to put some aside. Mm. It builds up so quick too. And you'd be like, dang, I got $3,000. <laughs> Just, even if you take your loose change out of your pocket and put it in a bowl or jar in your house, I'm telling you, mm. save, 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 save. So we've saved some of the fun questions for last. What kind of music do you like to listen to? Oh, wow. I listen to all kinds of music, but I kind of, I like the rhythms of Afrobeat. Um, I like reggae. I like dance hall. I like, I like soca. Um, every, I think I, I'll, I'll sit, I'll sit on a, on a, um, on a country station for a minute. <laughs> I do like, I like old school, like, um, what genre is that? I don't know what genre, you, like, uh, 311 and, and, uh, what is that? Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like that. Oh, brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like everything. I like that. Wop, wop, wop. I do. I like it all. I like rhythms and I like people. I like to see people be free too. You know what That's I mean? Nice. Yeah. Um, I think I could, I am a little stush still though. I won't say that I'm just, I, I think I could be a little prude in some places too, but I, I do enjoy selfish self expression and people who are show, you know, that are, that show their happiness, show their joy. You know what I mean? And, all the complexities of it. So, yeah. you know, be able to express myself freely, freely and be able to be who I want to be too. So I kind of embrace, I embrace, you can hear joy in music. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. maybe, okay. I may not like what Jed just said, but I can feel your joy. You know what I mean? It's like, I like that, you know, the fearlessness of being free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hard to get there. But once you get there, it's, 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 it's a cool place to be. Mm. Um, do you have any books or films that changed your life? Oh, no. Uh-uh. I don't. I mean, I no. I can't even. I don't I don't think linear like that. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I actually don't even really like to read that much. But I think um, I do sometimes and then I don't, you know. I mean, like I like to I like to research subjects. So I'm kind of I look at reading more like as research. Mm. And then I could get into like this YouTube space, too, as well. Um, But I can't think of any like one particular book or anything. 
I think there's many things that I've read or been told or I've seen that kind of have made. And then there's things that's innate. I like to I like to study nature actually a lot. I think that's reoccurring in our conversation a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm. I love rain. Oh my gosh, I love rain. I like rainwater feels different to me. Like if you collect rainwater and you put your hand through it, it feels different than mm. just, you know, tap water or bottled water or spring water, even if it's a natural source of water. I love water. I want to try that. <laughs> rainwater? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been raining a lot. Um, I'm sure you probably got a puddle somewhere outside. <laughs> Just or it seems like it's been raining and raining. But I have something collecting water right now. So I'm like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling water. I'm feeling water right now. So um, I forget the question. It was... But I know you answered it. You answered. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mama Thea, this has been so wonderful. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Um, How can they get in contact with the business or uh, look at some products they want to purchase? Okay, so we have a website. It's www.osleepure.com. That's A S L I P U R E.com. Our store is also located in Mount Rainier, uh, Maryland. That's 3806 34th Street um, in Mount Rainier, Maryland, right up the hill from the circle off of Rhode Island Route 1. Um, Yeah, we are open um, Wednesdays through Friday, 1 p.m. to 7 p.m., 11 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday, and 12 to 5 p.m. on Sunday. And um, Instagram, we have a beautiful Instagram page, um, Asli Pure Boutique, A-S-L-I-P-U-R-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E, not a great speller, (laughs) (laughs) Asli Pure Boutique. And then if you see, uh, there's also an Asli Pure um, Instagram as well. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. This has been great. Lovely. Okay, bye-bye. See you later. Bye. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Here is your quote of the day. Laughter is the sun that drives winter from the human face. Victor Hugo. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Peace, everyone. Have a good one.